Mike's Daily Podcast. How are we doing today? That's the question we're all asking. Mike's Daily Podcast. It's FFF episode 2225, and I feel alive. My name is Mike, and I like to dance sometimes when no one's looking, especially not you. Don't look at me, dance. Stop looking at me. But hey, if you want to see a video that I do every day, there's a quick little short clip that I do on my YouTube channel and also at Mike's Daily Podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast.com. Hey, check it out because I do it. And if you don't watch it, then no one cares and then no one watches. Mike's And I don't care Daily if you watch it or not. Just podcast. Don't look at me when I dance. Yeah. I want to cover a couple of things today. I got to zip through a bunch of stuff. I'm still thinking about the wonderful place where I lived 12 years ago Huntsville, Alabama Uh, they did have some tornadoes this week people that had no idea they've never been to Alabama but they knew I lived there for a while they're asking me oh how are things over there currently it's 73 degrees Uh, let's see we have in Huntsville, Alabama some road closures following some severe weather storms that was posted about an hour ago uh, Colbert County giving away NOAA weather radios and that's North Alabama emergency and that's where I live was NOBAM North Alabama emergency responders remind to get out of mobile homes when severe weather hits yes that's the thing is the, the, the mobile homes obviously would take off like the Dorothy's house in Wizard of Oz but it's or was it Annie M's house at any rate it's not good and tornadoes are freaky especially to people that are not from and here's today's podcast picture Alabama originally just like you take an Alabama and bring them to California and they feel an earthquake they freak out that's what I found out from the Alabamans that I knew got to know pretty well. The podcast picture is from Gundersville Lake in Alabama. A beautiful spot. Oh, I I missed, you know, I was married then and my then wife did not like to travel with me much in in the latter days of us living in Alabama and I just wanted to explore cuz I knew we were leaving. Oh, this is before Basil. We actually, the year we left Alabama, we got Basil towards the end of the, well, actually the beginning of the following year. The late, great Basil the Boxer, everybody. Let's, let's clap our hands for him because he was the best. All right. In Gunnersville Lake. It's a lake that gets fed by the Tennessee River. So a lot of water suddenly stops in the Gunnersville Lake and it's beautiful it's huge it's green all kinds of water activities and I went there one day I remember I had coffee I posted a podcast picture of this coffee place the coffee house I went to an Arab which is so looks to be about man maybe a little less than 10 miles from Gunnersville Lake and but there's still a place there's actually a town called Egypt near Arab in Alabama. Yes, they say Arab, not Arab. Arab. In fact, the guy 
that drove my car. He, I put my car on one of those big, you know, trucks that carry about six cars or more. I put my car on one of those. That guy drove from Alabama, from Arab, Alabama, all the way to San Leandro, California, and dropped off my car in the middle of Llewellyn, just right there in the middle of the street. And I was freaking out. I'm newly moved to the Bay Area. This is about 12 years ago. Fun times. But Narab is a cool coffee house that also you could buy uh, canoes and kayaks and stuff. It was all about lake living. And ah, I miss it. I miss it. I really, 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 really at this moment want to go back. Because some stuff happened today Where my job did not leave me behind I wanted to enjoy my weekend Nope My job's like Knock, knock, knock Hey Mike You gotta do this, this, and this Ugh But let me tell you something If you are at a job And you don't like where it's going And you don't like uh, Oh, I'm not getting promoted I'm not going anywhere Here's a couple of things to remember about moving ahead, and that is learning to become completely irreplaceable, becoming truly essential, indispensable. Well, some bosses say everyone's replaceable, but there is a way of becoming a coveted asset to your company Unique a, a, a unique person that, that you No one wants to let you go And there are some people That just expect to be promoted No You got to become Essential Indispensable First Oh this is from themuse.com by the way I'm pulling this from their website Connect The difference between a good employee and a great one Is how well you connect with other people Leverage that Time spent communicating, interacting, building relationships with your colleagues and clients alike Is time well spent Maya Angelou said People will forget what you said People will will forget what you did But people will never forget how you made them feel Troubleshoot. To be irreplaceable, you need others to see you as irreplaceable. To do this, stand out for being solution-oriented. Not someone who points out, or worse, avoids problems. Fix it! Don't be that person that always thinks, that's not my job. That's not my job. Anyone can follow a task list Or a job description But the truly irreplaceable people Are the ones who take initiative to troubleshoot And to identify solutions Ask questions How Find out how every facet of your company How it all works How it all operates You have to If you you don't you're not gonna No one's gonna You know what I'll just replace you with the next idiot <laughs> Says the, the Person that runs the company Who's not really nice actually <laughs> Lastly it doesn't hurt to have something uh, You're particularly good at Something that you bring to the table No one else does 
It doesn't necessarily have to be a skill as we go outside a cafe anyway. We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley today. It can be a trait or even a personality quirk. Think of it as your superpower. It's the quality you're most proud of, the one thing that makes you stand out and what gives you an edge over everyone else. Altogether, if your goal is to become essential, make sure your plan includes building and maintaining positive relationships, taking the lead on solving the problems others are afraid to, and honing in on your specialty and, of course, being a little human because you don't want to be replaced by a robot. Thank you, Lily Zhang, for that wonderful bit of inspiration from the muse being inspired by the muse if you want that article i'll include it in the show notes heck no i don't include anything in the show notes and i hate podcasts that say that if you have any more questions you know you can just look at it in the show notes no look it up yourself if you have any (laughs) if you geez mike no really it's a podcast you can rewind it If you didn't hear me say it's from themuse.com, well, maybe just back it up. Type in irreplaceable in themuse.com. You'll find it. Gosh, I'm not going to include it in the show notes. That's that's how indispensable this podcast is. Um, Yeah, just want to get that off my chest. Because... I find in my position, I'm doing a lot of other people's jobs. And I'm thinking, hey, if I had just taken the weekend off and I if I had said Friday, 730 at night, good night, cell phone off, not checking emails, there'd be a lot of stuff unraveling in the next 48, 72 hours. Believe me. All right. Orchestral maneuvers in the dark. OMD. If you leave, don't look back. Or my favorite is I never know, I never know, I never know why You make me wanna cry No one knows that song Tesla girls, Tesla girls Yes, they had a plethora of songs If all you know them for is if you leave You need to really get on YouTube Look up Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, OMD And find out how this band was as, as essential, as irreplaceable and indispensable as Joy Division and New Order. I said it. In fact, they knew the guys in both bands and they performed the same places they did. In fact, the lead singer of OMD said he was sitting in the, uh, he was in the bar, uh, whatever that place was. Sorry, is it Manchester? The club. That all these people used to play He said Elvis Costello was standing right in front of me And I heard somebody say Keith Moon from The Who just died And Elvis Costello was right in front of me He says That's his memory Now that That club is uh, Basically A storage facility For a restaurant But the guy The lead singer of Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark And oh by the way Their uh, first album That had like All those songs Oh shoot I, What's the one I'm trying to think of The Lots of 
All that was done with keyboards that they basically stole. Not they didn't steal, but they got like they they found them as cheaply as possible. Like at all secondhand stores and whatnot and hand-me-downs. And they basically took all this equipment and Frankensteined it together to make this music that people weren't hearing anywhere. That that they they were just exploring the synthesizer world in the late seventies. But what I do want to say is Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, they still tour. There's a recent concert up on YouTube, and the lead singer does the weirdest things with his arms now when he's singing. He's like doing this weird flailing around, not in a Michael Stipe way, but in a very just, I don't get what he's doing. So I hope he's okay. And then I want to say this. Back to my job. Oh, here's one other thing I wanted to discuss before we do that, though, is uh, people, you know, I've known some interesting people in my life that have weird facial expressions. Like you'll talk to them and they just do this weird look at you like they don't realize their default listen face is just off like their their jaw drops or they have this look at you like they're 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 angry. But they're just listening to you They have a weird default face But what's interesting is during this whole coronavirus And the pandemic is that we have masks on That hide some of that goofy expression The goofy goofy mouth expressions So maybe it's a good thing These people that just stare at you like "Uh, Are you really listening to me? Are you really hearing what I'm saying? You're just like Uh you kind of look like you don't care much. You'd rather talk to a, somebody who's a little more animated, like the lead singer of Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. And finally, no, that's this is not really finally at all, uh, but this is kind of just finally at the end of this little part of the podcast, and that is uh, the other day somebody said to me that I work with, said, hey, you know, uh, so-and-so, you know, he's a keeper. And I said, yeah, it's a good thing I hired him. And that's a first for me because I don't usually compliment myself. (laughs) But you've got to compliment yourself. I went out of my way and I I then continued. I know, good thing I hired him. And, you know, hey, by the way, I hired him during a pandemic. And it's not that easy. And it's, you know, I went the extra mile when no one else around here would. And yeah. Compliment yourself If you're doing all that stuff By the way To try and get promoted Becoming iris, ir, uh, Irreplaceable Indispensable Beyonce Truly essential Then You need to Tout yourself Tout your achievements Oh I did this and this I mean don't do it Obnoxiously Don't like call up Your boss and say I did this And I did this And I did it No That's a little too much But you should You know Some people So this guy that said Yeah he's a keeper He's a broken record person One of these people That just keep repeating themselves Over and over and over They don't realize That they're saying the same thing And yes I I like to bring up Basil the Boxer The late great Basil the Boxer Every podcast But that's necessary and important But this guy always brings up Yeah he was a good find Yeah I found him And I hired him So every time he Broken records that I'm in a broken record I hired him 
Okay, now that uh, we put that out there, um, <laughs> outside a cafe anyway, I have a couple of interesting story things I just wanted to throw at you. Uh, itching is contagious. Scientists have proven that itching really can be contagious. In a condition known as itch transmission, researchers have shown that the sensation of an itch can be caught visually in the same way as yawning. They found that simply watching a video of someone else scratching was enough to induce and, and intensify itching in volunteers. Uh, these dermatologists at the Wake Forest University School of Medicine believe that itching becomes contagious because the brain becomes hypersensitive when someone nearby scratches and so misinterprets uh, any kind of physical sensation on our skin as an itch. Yes. I will have to share that with my lovely lady friend because, well, we recently had a bout with poison oak and yes, itching was involved. A doctor in Florida recently posted a TikTok video that's had more than 36 million views and shows him pulling a ball of earwax and fungus out of someone's ear. Why do these videos, same thing on YouTube. And you could possibly wind up getting one too from putting things in your ears for too long, like earplugs or AirPods. Really? Oh. That would have been nice had I proofread that, but AirPods caused that? Really? I don't own any, but maybe you're listening to me through the AirPods, so just be aware of that. I don't like AirPods or any kind of ear uh, thingy. When I'm walking Because that's dangerous Very dangerous And When I used to walk Basil When I first got him I, I used to listen to You know radio And I was listening to podcasts This is 2009 When nobody was listening to podcasts yet And I was Starting my podcast And uh, I mean people would suddenly Pop up out of nowhere And I didn't hear them And it would scare me And you know Basil all of a sudden is There's a dog because the other guy is walking a dog and they're barking or whatever. I mean, you don't know what's happening when you put these little things in your ears and you go for a walk. I mean, you you lose the perception around you of what's happening and you, you should have your eyes open all the time because people could jump you, they could take your wallet or worse. It's good to know what's going on. And plus, you get to hear the beautiful things like the birds chirping like you hear now. People are selling COVID, vaccine, uh, COVID vaccines on the dark web. And you can get one overnighted for $500 and there's no guarantee you're getting the real thing. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, and do you feel strange about hanging out with people again this past year? 39% of people say they do have some uneasy feelings. However, 55% said they don't. If you want to turn off your camera during Zooms, Here's a great reason to. It's good for the environment. Video conferencing uses a lot of energy and a new study found turning off your camera can reduce the amount of energy you use by 96%. Pepsi and peeps. Yes, peeps. We're getting close to Easter. So much so I quoted a Bible verse last podcast. Pepsi and peeps just announced that they've teamed up to make a new soda for Easter. And it's Pepsi, but with a Peeps Marshmallow flavor added in. Ew, I'm not a fan of Peeps. You either love them or hate them. 
you can win a three-pack in a social media contest. They're running. Woohoo. Heinz, you find out more in the show notes. Yeah, right. Heinz just <laughs> keeps on releasing condiment mashups. They've just announced two new ones. Sweet Ketchili, which is a mix of ketchup and sweet Thai chili sauce. And Buffa Ranch, which is buffalo sauce and ranch. The mother from Arrested Development, Jessica Walker, died. Walter. Jessica Walter. She was also on Archer. She was on Dinosaurs. She was 80. Also on Grand Prix, Play Misty. She was in Play Misty for me? Wow. Oh, she died in her sleep. By the way, Burgess Meredith, he passed away a long time ago. He's the old guy from Grumpy Old Men that says, You need... Well, he says a bunch of stuff that's... Really like you would never hear a grandfather say Very uh, blue, shall we say Uh, There is on YouTube a film he did for World War II Where he's like 20 And it's an instructional video For American soldiers going over to England And just telling them things like Hey, the beer in England is warm Don't ask for ice, they don't have any And he talks to the camera And you're like Oh my gosh This is the old, old guy So you need to watch that And then go to Look up uh, Burgess Meredith Grumpy Old Men And there's like A Supercuts reel That's got all the best parts He's ever done And don't have Do not have the kids around When you watch that But it's a fascinating thing Because you see this guy He he had quite the I mean Quite a life He lived his entire life out On film and just to, you, you see, you get an appreciation for someone's life, basically. Maybe someone will have an appreciation for my life listening to all 2,225 podcasts that I've done. A possible toilet paper shortage maybe on the horizon because of that shipper, shipping container shortage. That same shortage could cause coffee to become scarce. There's a huge demand from Chinese companies that want to ship their goods to North America. Consumers may start stockpiling toilet paper again. Yikes. Staples is laminating COVID vaccination cards for free through May 1st. Just so you know. So it'll last longer. Another coronavirus vaccine scam. The... A Federal Trade Commission says scam artists are using the coronavirus vaccine to steal people's personal information. They are sending emails and text messages to vaccinated people that read, complete this short 30-second survey about your experience with Moderna COVID-19 vaccine to select one of our exclusive reward offers. Never, ever, ever respond to a text message that you don't know where it came from. Ever. Thank you, Mike. No, it's true. It's it. It, it seems like just redundant and uh, and dis and and replaceable <laughs> and dispensable and non-essential. But yes, it is true. People forget that. And there was something else. Oh, Mister, our our local representative, Eric Swalwell. Yes, he ran for president, and then he dropped out. Running for president Like Before anybody else Dropped out He said 
that in honor of he was he had the honor of presiding over the House's 413 to 12 vote to award three congressional gold medals to the U.S. Capitol Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police, and other law enforcement officers who responded to the violent insurrection and protected the Capitol on January 6th. I would like to ask Who were the 12 idiots that didn't vote To award the three congressional gold medals That's scary It just shows you the House of Representatives Is 400 plus Politicians (laughs) Some of them very questionable But that's a lot of Wow And for some reason There are some politicians That are still I was musing about this Like If you're a senator You're in there for a while If you're a house of representative Representative You are not You have to Run for office Basically get reelected uh, the, the, You have the much shorter terms Of all the other politicians So The fact that people like Nancy Pelosi Have lasted so long Is interesting to me And then Eric Swalwell Well he's lasted a while too Not nearly as long as Nancy But he said he was in the Bay Area To meet up with Dublin Mayor Melissa Hernandez Vice Mayor Sean Kumaji And other city officials To check out the city's epic new Imagine Playground It's the first all abilities playground In the Tri-Valley Which opened March 6th It includes uh, It's It's For all children Especially and including those With special needs And then he had the pleasure Of meeting the Lieutenant Colonel Serena Johnson Garrison Commander at the U.S. Army's Park Reserve Forces Training Area in Dublin uh, He Caught up on what was happening at Camp Parks A key academic institution Military intelligence facility And battlefield simulation Center that supports Military readiness for both The Army Reserve and the entire Joint Force and its relationship With our civilian community Yes, Camp Parks So that's Eric Swalwell Two years As a representative, a two year term I learned a lot About politics today Didn't you? Why AstraZeneca is getting no thanks For vaccinating millions The European Union has accused it Of delays in supplies While accusing it of making An inferior product The long awaited US trials were Were released this week only To be slapped down hours later By an independent monitoring board Yeah my cousin in Germany was saying Germans aren't so happy with AstraZeneca And finally There This is the real finally Cause uh, We were going through All that stuff About the coronavirus And Swalwell And everything Even if they're not Personally acquainted With a pressure cooker Most workers have heard Or used the expression To describe a job environment And with good reason A pressure cooker Is a heavy cooking pot That had widespread use Before the microwave Or the Instapot made cooking quick and efficient When placed on a gas or electric burner A pressure cooker had the ability to produce and contain Both heat and steam pressure On top of the lid was a stem with a small hole 
Over that hole sat a small rounded metal weight, heavy for its size. It too had a small hole and atop of it was a pop-up relief valve. The relief valve vented excess pressure and heat when the cooker became too hot and highly pressurized. This written by E. Arthur Self, PhD, and he says, I always thought a pressure cooker was dangerous and should be avoided. I knew that if the pressure got too high, it was certain to blow up. The pressure cooker provided a quickly prepared, better end product than slow cooking. Yet the pressure relief valve had even greater value for it provided safety and well-being for those in the kitchen. Having a relief valve to take the pressure off of an employee or group of employees is also necessary in the workplace. Time pressure, which is something I'm starting to feel because, oh my gosh, we've been talking for almost a half hour, is the first element among those that cause a pressure cooker work environment. Time pressure is an insidious stress creator. How many times a day are activities controlled or redirected by the clock? From the time people awaken to the alarm clock or the phone warning, to the end of the day when the alarms are reset, people are subject to time. If in fact a leader can give back time that had already been emotionally spent or allocated to other pressing matters, then that leader has to some degree relieved the pressure and created time margins. Creating time margins is one of the greatest gifts a leader can give. There you go, time margins, fascinating. Hey, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Look who is here. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How are you? It's a disgruntled field player, tell you what. What? I think it's fascinating you talking about time. Time ain't no friend of mine. That's Hootie and the Blowfish, they sing that. Ah, look who else is here. Hello, Mark. I make the delicious root beer. How's the runner? Well, we sure covered a lot of ground today, similar to mud. Mud covers a lot of ground. And, and, and maybe uh, maybe this show is as clear as mud. But at anywho, I want to thank you. If you'd like to chime in about anything we covered, you can call me 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews daily, as in what this podcast has been now for several days. And with more on how to contact me, we have A-Frame. Oh, but don't forget, next show, we're going to have the wonderful Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. Thank you for listening. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.